This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast in the world, the only one that isn't sexist, that is. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. Uh, his name is Lawrence, ooh, ooh, and ooh, he ooh, is ooh, called ooh, Lawrence. Ooh, 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 Why are you barking? That's not a bark, that's me chanting. I'm, I'm here, no I'm ready cares, to go. No one cares, Lawrence, because you need to tell us what this silly little show is all about. Hello everyone, welcome to the silly little show that is um, another happy pod where we talk about all things pop culture, we talk about movies, we talk about games, sometimes we've got some of those coming up, stay tuned, we talk about comic books but we don't really uh, and we always try and have a little fun spin and a little fun thing to say to keep it positive vibes flowing and how are you today Nathan? You're absolutely right Lawrence, we do have a video game episode coming up the week after next, uh, I know. <laughs> so this is so it's scary. Well, yeah, Lawrence, it is scary for one of us who hasn't played the game yet. Um, I'll get to who it. could that be? Well, well, okay, we'll see. What's going on? <laughs> Do you normally ask me that? What do you mean? Uh, I, I can ask you that. Why can't I ask you that? Do you mean in my life or the episode? What what, what are you asking? Just whatever, man. Just fucking whatever. <laughs> Nathan's tired and I'm in a silly mood. This is a lethal combination. Uh, it's not good. No, we don't quite know how it's going to go, but it's certainly going to go. Um, to answer your question, I uh, what did you say? What is going on? we got to stop recording these episodes so late at night because I am fully just... <laughs> I haven't had a nap today. I'm and I'm just fully ready to just 
have a have a good snooze right now and i know i'm gonna be here for like another two hours probably at least (laughs) they're good they're fun yeah but can they be fun earlier they can do we've had a we've been lenient we had we had like a midday recording last week yeah so now you're back on the grass you have to settle it. Stop playing with your sonic screwdriver. I pressed it accidentally. I can cut that out. Or you can. <laughs> Hello, Nathan. Uh, we're talking about... This is this is your choice. The full... Um, I still can't think of a funny thing to say other than the full Monty. So I'm just going to... You don't need to think of a funny thing all the time. You can just say the name of the movie. The full Monthaniel. I'm going to bet. <laughs> I'm not having this. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be deranged this time. All right, why did you why did you choose the Full Monty? All right, because it's a good movie. Because I enjoy it. I've watched it a lot um, as a young boy. I used to watch it specifically because there was a boy called Nathan in it, and I was like, ha ha ha, my name is Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched the movie and I liked it. I didn't understand it, but I watched it. And yeah, I like it. It's a good movie. I did wonder if the the boy being called Nathan played a part in it because I know you were keen to do this film for ages. Um, you, this has been on the schedule for quite a while, but you kept pushing it back. No, we kept but Don't do this to me. We kept pushing it back. It felt, felt like you kept pushing it back. <laughs> sake. So this is... I don't know. Was this... Why? Why did you always watch this growing up? So you, wait, hang on. This came out in '97, so you would have been in your early twenties. Fuck off. When this, <laughs> I, I was born in 1993. <laughs> no one else can see but me. But this is a real treat. Nathan is just fully relaxing in on himself, just upset at the mere thought of being here and doing this. Gone. <laughs> Gone. What? <laughs> Why do, right beyond it being a good film and and the young boy being called Nathan like I don't why why yeah. did you rewatch this all the time what why what why did you want to talk about it cuz I think it's a number one a good movie with something to say um and you always say that like you're always mean to me <laughs> and you always say that like Oh, you don't care about like good movies and you only like watch like fucking popcorn, like fucking blockbuster Marvel shit. And so I'm like, no, I I like good, well-written, well-acted, well-directed movies that are important and have stuff to say. I just like them to be good and not, you know, <laughs> this about I, nothing. I like how this... this the- your your response has somehow gone back around to an episode we did like 20 weeks ago. <laughs> Stop playing with the fucking song. I'm not cutting all this out. You can just mute my mic for that section. It's really not hard. Take it out of your hand. You're fiddling and you're going to play it all episode otherwise. Yeah, I'm a fiddler. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> On the roof. <laughs> I saved it. That's fine. I'll accept the save. Uh <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this does have stuff to say. It's kind of... Didn't you say it was like the opposite of Barbie last week or something? Well, yeah, because Barbie is very much about, like, feminism and, and you know, like, women's place and in society and all this sort of stuff. And this is very much the opposite of that. This is hmm. um, about... Has a lot to say about men and about, like, men's place and what is the role of a man and that sort of stuff and, and what to do when a man 
loses that role and how does he go on and stuff and and what does he do i think it's a it's a movie that's of its era um but i think it's a it's just a good depiction of of kind of like i don't know i don't want to say like men's struggles and issues because that sounds a bit like uh you know but like but it, but it is it is that i think they do exist like yeah, they do exist. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're being careful after coming off the Barbie episode. Like, there are problems that exist for men. We can say that. That is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'll be honest. I wasn't expecting it to kind of. All right. So you hated this movie. No, <laughs> I was just what? saying. No, I, I'll be honest. I didn't really expect it to be as like it. It kind of hits you about halfway through when suddenly everyone's sad, and I was like, oh, oh, this is kind of a bit, a bit more than just like. So you had never seen this movie. No. Every time I told you to watch it, you was like, I don't want to watch that gay shit. Um, <laughs> when when did I ever call me. it gay? What about this is gay? Men taking their clothes off. Yeah, I'll go to see that. So I, I've been asking you to watch this for a while, and you, it seemed like you didn't want to, to me. Because cause let's be honest, you never want to watch whatever I suggest. That is true. Yeah. You Even though track record <laughs> proves... They're like, I don't think I've had any misses, if I'm being honest. Um, but every recommendation has been pretty much a banger. Uh, I'm struggling to th- yeah. think of all the recommendations you've given me, but there isn't a shining example in recent memory of something you've suggested that I haven't liked. So yeah, I guess because there isn't one. I guess, I guess I will concede this. Yeah, and yet somehow you still never want to watch what i suggest well it's been on the schedule a while and i didn't want to watch it until that week was going to be like concretely done you know i've seen it now <laughs> is that not enough for you yeah all right so what did you think no i really really and why it. didn't you want to watch it um and what and what did you what what was in your head before if you if you know what i mean like what was your assumption of it um and how did it make you feel <laughs> any, any more questions? and where was you <laughs> sorry I was um, doing a bit where every time you spoke, I asked a new question. I really, I didn't pick up on that. It wasn't mildly infuriating at all. Um, I please, that is so distracting. Please stop doing that. Oh, is it distracting? Yes. <laughs> Imagine being distracted while you're trying to do a podcast. What am I doing? How have I distracted you? Dancing. Yeah, that's just funny. That's just the dance. Stop it! Stop it! It's, it's funny. <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. I'm not <laughs> refused. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't know. I, like, it's not that I did. I all right, I watched the trailer for it, which I wasn't Why? intending to do, but I had to. It was this was like a while, a while ago when I had to. Surely get it. you must know that a trailer for a movie from 1997 <laughs> would not be good. Yeah, and I and I because did know trailers that. weren't good until like at least 2010 or yeah. something when when people remembered that they could edit them and they didn't have to hire a narrator for the for the trailer <laughs> then, yeah yeah i watched it and it was like five guys all down on their luck and i was like fuck's sake okay i don't know i think that i've never my dad when i was younger like he just relentlessly had like repeats of only fools and horses on it so like yeah I don't know whether subconsciously I'm sick of, like, 90s bloke humour. Well, Only Fools and Horses was 70s and 80s, mostly. No, but, like, I remember it being from, like, 90s and stuff, like, that kind of era. I don't, I can't... I can't... <laughs> I Stop giving me faces! I'm just telling you! I'm trying to work out what you mean. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I remember it being on 
in and around like late 90s early 2000s so like okay. it feels very much of that ilk um okay but i don't know so i just i didn't go into it thinking like this is going to be bad i just went into it being like all right i don't know just, i didn't because i didn't it, obviously the trailer wasn't like real interesting subtext and stuff going on here but when i watched it i was like yeah this is fucking this is good this is it does have a lot of kind of important stuff to say it does there's a there's a part of the movie where it just kind of stops being about what the movie's about and is instead just like these guys have it kind of hard and is it's not as funny as it seems on the surface um and there are some like real scenes in this where there's just like some really sad lines and ultimately it's like a story of triumph and it's good like they don't all you you don't see at the end that they all get like their jobs back but they certainly make a lot of money and the win isn't really based in like getting your job back and being what a man should be but more just like a bit of self-acceptance a bit of just saying fuck it and yeah just nice nice and cool to see i didn't know mark addy was in this i do like mark addy i knew that i i had a feeling that as soon as we recorded this podcast you'd be like oh and then robert baraffian showed up <laughs> Being... and i'd be like because you have this thing where you which infuriates me like a lot of stuff you do infuriates me yeah but one of the things you insist upon doing is taking very well-known and respected actors and just referring to them by like like a one bit part they did once like he's quite well known for robert baratheon like it's that's not a small he's, part he's he's more but he's one of the he's a great actor is well known for a lot more than game <laughs> of thrones for that like two episodes he was in or whatever he's in a whole season of it he's in like half a season mm. he gets killed by a pig or whatever he does get killed by a pig to be fair that is sad um no yeah. I, li- I like that he's in this and he's like in 90s standards it's like this is the fattest man to ever exist this man is obese this man is he's not he's he's hardly fat i he's... would i would be over the moon if i looked like mark <laughs> addy <in this. laughs> he's he's like probably just the tiniest bit overweight yeah but like, he has a belly that is it he, he looks like a completely normal bloke really and then he's just always like oh i'm a fat bastard and i'm just looking at myself like, okay. <laughs> yeah. what would you say about me mark addy <laughs> no I, I and i i got that as well because i was they, they obviously they dress him up in like tighter fitting clothes they try and enunciate that he's big which he's not. He's 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 Hollywood fat. Yeah, that's he's, true. It's yeah. like you know a Holly. They can't have like an actual fat person in a movie. God forbid. No, like no. <laughs> no, they but... have to take someone who's just a little bit overweight and be like, "Fucking hell! Yeah, whoa. you are huge, mate. <laughs> You're in the front of my eyes. Turn away." <laughs> no, Jesus but like at the end, Christ. he's wearing like a suit jacket, and I'm like, he looks slim. Like that looks like a nice fitting jacket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he was he was really really good in this. He's probably like I I don't know wh- whether it's because like he's one of the only actors that I kind of know properly from this. You don't know Robert Carlyle? Yeah, I know I haven't seen him in. I know his name and his face, but I don't associate him with other stuff. I haven't really seen a lot of stuff that he's. What's it? Okay. What else has he been in? Uh, twenty eight days later. Huh. Twenty eight weeks later. What else later? <laughs> Soon to be twenty eight months later. Goodness. I believe Train Spotting. He's in. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen Train Spotting. He played um, he played John Lennon in Yesterday. Oh my God, is that him? That's him, yeah. Holy shit, that's not a bad John Lennon as well. No, it's quite good. That is a quite good quite John good. Lennon. He's in the new series, The Full Monty, on Disney Plus. Pretty sure he was in a Bond film once. Was he? Yeah, a Pierce Brosnan one. Yeah. 
I want to say Goldfinger. It's probably not, but I'm just thinking because um, um, what's his face is Northern as well. Sean Bean. The world is not enough. Ah, oh, never mind then. My Northern theory has gone out the window. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. Um, but yeah, I I was worried at first because before this movie really like taps into its themes and stuff. It's it, I wrote <laughs> down course and blatant casual misogyny followed immediately by homophobia <laughs> like just straight out of the gate <laughs> yeah yeah um, um it had me slightly worried i get the movie kind of dismantles that point later on and it's the it's not i don't even think it's necessarily a product of its time probably the language is but like it, you know the people he ends up saying like a slur towards are the exact people that he goes oh actually no they're making money and i can do that too and does end up doing that exact thing so i don't know is that like do you think that's just a product of its time or is it like a comment the movie's making i think it's an honest depiction of working class men in yeah. the 90s yeah that, that's what i think it is it's it's not pretty it's not you know it's it's not like saying this is what men should be. This is this, it's not glorifying it. It's just I think an honest depiction because that's what working class men would say. Yeah, they do. They, there's really? an aura of the movie knows it's wrong as well. Like a lot of the girls that they just judge. Like you'll often you'll see them like turn around and be like, oh, what the fuck? Like there's, there's a there's a whole scene where they're like, oh, tits are too big or whatever, and then they they realize that like, oh, they're going on stage to strip naked soon enough. And they'll have the women say the exact same stuff about that. And then they're like, oh, no, but it's different for us. But why is it different? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, like, but I've got a nice personality. Well, so is she. So, like, well, what's, what's the deal? It's a really well-written scene. And it's a really interesting stuff, the way it kind of, like, breaks all that stuff down. That that It doesn't shy away from stuff in the sense, like... One no, of, it doesn't. One, of the, one scene that I like... It, firstly, it's fucking hilarious just to watch because you kind of... There's a moment where you kind of go, like, is that what's happening? Is it... Oh, yeah, that's definitely what's happening. And then, then the movie lets you in on the joke where Mark Addy is, like, he's just walking along and, like, just being a genuinely nice bloke. He's like, oh, this geezer's car's buggered. <laughs> and, like, helps him fix it, realising that he's just fucking... Well, I he's don't trying know. to kill himself. Yeah, he's, he's literally attempting he's got, suicide. He's got a hose from the fucking <laughs> the engine straight into the fucking window. And he's trying to get it started so he can just choke on the exhaust fumes. <laughs> and, it, and he just and he's just like, you need a hand, let me fix this. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's a very funny scene. It doesn't it, there's not like a lot of punches pulled. Um in the, like it's it's like it straight away it sets up like this is fucking dreary like this is a it's a bad time for well it opens with like a, a kind of kind of like a promotional video of Sheffield from like the the fifties or sixties or whatever and it's like ah oh, Sheffield the jewel of Yorkshire's crown yeah. we have Sheffield Steel an industry that'll be around for years to come and we have housing for everyone and it's a beautiful town with beautiful people and it always will be. And then, of course, Thatcher comes in and fucking wrecks the North to pieces because mm -hmm. she's a, I was going to say, a very not nice thing there, but she's not a very nice, not a nice person. No. Um, and she's dead. Yeah. Um, Don't say it, and but I'm whatever glad. you were about to say is probably deserved. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yes. Um, as a result of Thatcherism, the fucking North, uh, Northern economy and the, the industry, the steel, the mines, all that sort of stuff, it's all shut down as a result. And now you have lots of people whose this was their their livelihood, their income, now just like, well, what the fuck do we do now? This yeah. is... 
Um, there's this an, is yeah. There is like I, what I love about that opening is like it it's so like the booming industry and it's that very like vo- transatlantic voice that like the Sheffield blah 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 is booming and will never go away or whatever, and just the yeah. the hard smash cut to just a completely abandoned steel factory. Yeah, it's just like oh god, and I think like yeah. I don't know. I it, there's there's something about how like honest it is in sense of like it's like kind of there's there's like pride in like people are are just stuck because like they all have their you know like their mortgages haven't gone away their rent payments haven't gone away but all their life they've trained to do one thing and they're in the place that's prime optimum space to do it in and the factory closed they lost their jobs and there's like you know, come and do this for two quid an hour. Come and be a security guy at this place. Like, the, but they're, they're offered jobs, but they're just like, yeah. why should I have to fucking settle for something I don't want to do? This is not fair. I was a steel worker. I was on, like, fucking, what, seven, eight quid an hour back in those days? Like, good wages. Yeah. Good, good fucking wages. And, like, um, now they're, like, being offered just the, sh- the shitty jobs that no one else wants to do. Yeah. And it is. It's, like I say, it's got a lot to say about men because it's, it's the pride the you know the pride that they can't seem to to stop and they get and they're getting in their own way because of it really like one character he just he's got so much pride he just can't even tell his wife that he lost a job yeah he's like six months he's like oh i'm off to work see you later he's just off down the job center with everyone else for like six hours a day i yeah when when we first see that character he's in the job center he's like their old foreman um yeah so like there still is some degree of like a hierarchy i guess but it's i don't know when i first saw him and he was in his full suit i was like what the fuck is like why would he be wearing that and i thought there might be something to it and then yeah when it does come back to the reveal firstly it's like wow that's a funny gambit he's tricking his wife and he's going to work and it must be all kinds of hijinks hiding a secret like that and then it just dawns on you how sad it is like yeah. we might be all over the shop in this because I've just kind of got a load of points rather than like going through the 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 movie's plot or anything. But like I don't know that like the bit where he like he that foreman has like an interview and a couple of the guys kind of botch it for him or distract him to the point where he like fucks it himself and shows that he probably can't be trusted to do the role or whatever. Um. And you just, he like, he, I can't remember the exact line, but it's just like, it's so sad of like, you know, like he had it in the bag and it's gone and like it, stuff like that just doesn't come up often and there's nothing he can do now that it is gone. Also the funniest line when he like, <laughs> he throws, uh, he comes in and throws his briefcase and in the back, it's not even like a, like a main prominent line, but he throws his briefcase and you just hear Mark Addy off, off in the corner going, oh, you didn't get it then. <laughs> <laughs> just honestly i was like it never there's such a hard whiplash of like laughing so hard at that line to then him like getting really upset and i was like oh no <laughs> there's some very funny one-off lines in this one of my favorites is right at the beginning of the movie when um mark addy and robert carlisle are like on the car um like in the middle of the canal or whatever yeah. trying to cross it oh, yeah. and there's a guy goes past and he's like walking his dog or whatever and it, it's so just northern and working class and, and i love it so much the guy's just like all right <laughs> robert carlo just like i right, not so bad yeah <laughs> i'm right, not so bad <laughs> and they clearly just stuck in the middle of a canal like yeah no worries mate all good all yeah, good yeah i'm fine i'm fine here <laughs>
<laughs> it's very funny. And then another one which always makes me laugh. Um, after uh, Mark Addy, when he saves that guy, like when he realizes the guy's killing himself, and then they like pull him out. They're then like sat on the hill just talking about other ways he could kill himself. And he goes, You could drown yourself. That's the way to go. And he goes, I can't swim. And he goes, Well, you don't fucking have to swim, do you? <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> oh, it was very funny. This is very, very much fucking dirty and, you know, grounded and boots to the ground working class stuff. And, yeah. and I think it's. It's all the better for it, really. It's unrefined, which is better, really. Yeah, it's like it's why people praise the Inbetweeners because if it pulled any of its punches, it wouldn't have got the praise it did, and it wouldn't have been as honest yeah. as it was. Yeah, even as like as kind of grim and disgusting as that show often is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's better it's for being that way. Um, yeah, yeah. No, there's there's so like obviously, if for some reason you're listening to this and haven't seen the movie, firstly go and watch it, but like. The premise of it, uh, like, is is more or less a lot of um, working class northern guys lose their income and their job, um, and they go and like, basically, they like recently there's been like a performance of like male strippers that they've heard Chippendales. about. Chippendales. Chippendales, yeah. Um, yeah. And they've yeah they've they've done their performance. They're the talk of the town. All the, all the everyone's wives are having, you know visits there to see the, to see them in to see their performance um and i guess the gambit is like how are these like five or six or whatever regular blokes supposed to pull in that income and yeah the draw is like <laughs> basically much to most of their di- fucking disgust and fear is that they're gonna bear it all they're gonna do the full monty um the full money gonna I, go all the way something about hearing mark addy say the word willy is very funny um, yeah. And it happens a whole bunch in this. Um, it does, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I like that they're like there's there's business sense to it. Like th- there is business sense to it. Like people would pay, th- but you see it at the end. <clears throat> but it's not contrived. Yeah. Like people will go and see this because it's like, I don't know. I think I tell you what, the most interesting relationship in this, I think, is um, uh, is, is his name Dave Marcaddy's character. Yeah, Dave and Dave's wife, who I think is Jean. Jean, yeah. yeah. Dave and Jean. Dave is having like a bit of trouble in his love life. Basically, I think his like what's in question is like his self worth as a bloke. His self confidence. Yeah, it's just okay. completely taken a hit. Like yeah. as we spoke about earlier, he's grotesquely obese. Uh, yeah, in <laughs> by nineties Hollywood no, it is, standards, it is, it is, it is a bit of a joke because he's not, but it's it's still played well in the movie. Like Mark Addy still plays it very well because he yeah. still he he still has like a sense of the like self confidence and that sort of stuff. Mm. It like really comes across uh, well. Um, and you're right, I do think that is like the most interesting relationship because like it's. He's gone to a point where his like his body confidence and his like self image and stuff it's affecting him so much that he can't even have sex with his wife. Like yeah. their their whole like love life is pretty much fucking destroyed at this point. Like she's trying to initiate stuff with him and he's just like, oh, I'm just a little bit tired, you know. I don't don't really want to do anything tonight. And it's the saddest line in the movie is like it's surprising how tiring it can be doing nothing or something. Yeah, and that's that. Yeah, that's the just... English way of no, that. That's the London way of saying it. The, the actual word is nout, but I felt weird saying that. <laughs> now, yeah, you you can't do that. 
You definitely can't say that. <laughs> uh, you gave me a whole lesson in saying AOP or something the other day, didn't you? AOP. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It's up. It's the word up. A up. Yes, A up. <laughs> but like that, exactly. I should go to, I should go to Sheffield and go, A up, lads. Don't, don't. You'll get fucking stabbed. Don't. <laughs> just, just don't go to Sheffield. <laughs> right? That's fair. That's fair. Um, Stay in the south where you belong. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. Something that's always annoyed me is like this idea that, um, you know, when people say that men always want sex and men will always be ready for sex, like mm. your partner wants sex. Oh, I'm a man, I'm ready. Yes, let's have sex. I'm a man. All I want is sex. Yes, let's go. It's not the case yeah. at all. Like men very much get tired and have body confidence issues and don't want to have sex. All the fuck, can you imagine having sex all the fucking hell? I got shit to do, man. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, give me a break, you know. Um, so, so yeah. So the idea that like that they show it in this movie that like he he doesn't want to, he's confident, and and it's affecting his relationship, sure. But I just think it's a again just a really honest depiction of that type of stuff. Yeah, and I think like there's an element of like what what I think would be like so easy for this movie and I'm like for the time period I'm kind of surprised it didn't and I'm glad it didn't um, yeah is like it, he could have turned vindictive to his wife to what because of that it could have been yeah. played as her fault or she's interested in other men and not him and that's like it's not that at all she's very much and that's like one of the main resolutions he says something yeah. and it's, it's a really fucking touching moment he says uh, like along the lines of like who'd who'd want to who'd pay to see this dance and she was like me yeah like i'd yeah, love to see it she's she's his biggest fan all yeah. the way throughout like she like there's there's this for other movie he's like oh maybe she is like cheating on him or something like that but that's not the case at all like it's not even a thought where she even says like at one point in the beginning of the movie she couldn't do that to to her her husband um, and and then at the end when they when they do the show and he does get his kit off, pull his shirt off and everything, he gets the fucking biggest cheer and she's right there screaming and cheering for him and stuff. So yeah, it's just a really good payoff, really. Yeah, I think it's like it's surprisingly for ninety standards honest and like also unbiased in the sense of like <clears throat> yeah, basically I'm just very surprised they didn't lean more into like my wife doesn't isn't interested in the way i look and that's materialistic and shallow of her and it's like no she's there she's chilling the whole way yeah. and she wants she wants the best for him which is really nice um yeah definitely well i i i don't know i think like there's a lot of the blokes in this they represent like different facets of the stereotypes of being a stand-up man in the sense of like the real, the really it is it is outdated a little bit, but like the sense of like being a provider, being a father, and like all of these manly tenants mm. that one must live up to. Um, yeah, it kind of tackles them beat for beat in in different characters. Like, um, it is kind of like an outdated image for for like you know for men to be seen as the provider, and these these guys have to like provide for their their families and that sort of stuff. But then also, these are men of a certain generation as well, though. These are men yeah. who have been brought up with that ideal. These are men who have been brought up um, with those fucking ideas instilled into them. Like, yeah, you know, they say stuff that by today's standard is pretty fucking problematic and that sort of shit, but that's the way they've been 
like brought up and raised that's the you know and they're not bad people because of that no. necessarily they're not great but you know they're not yeah, like... i can think of other people i'd rather spend time with i'll be honest <laughs> yeah, they seem like a good laugh yeah and and that's yeah I think... it's i don't i don't think they'll say like fucking puff and they'll you know and they'll you know use some like misogynistic language here and there but i don't think any of them are actually homophobic in any sense like one of there's a fucking two of them are gay yeah it's true yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um yeah no i d- also that is just a product of it being a movie out the 90s like yeah it that's it's just gonna pop up um but also like you say kind of era appropriate as well like yeah you know it, it is what was going on and being said and i also think like dismantling that outdated image is something that the movie tackles in itself like like i said earlier they they start by using slurs towards all the men being like basically saying like car loads of men dancing together that's really gay and how does the movie end <laughs> like with them all yeah being more naked and dancing with each other <laughs> yeah exactly by the way just quick side note do you know uh the actress who um who plays Jean? do you know who that is i do you do. That is Sky mm. from the from the episode Midnight in Doctor Who. Also known as Leslie Sharp again, a great actress in her own right. Not no, just that one no, 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 Nathan, <laughs> she is obviously most known for playing Sky in Doctor Who. Okay. <laughs> I like I like the the relationship between um Nathan and and uh, Robert Carlyle Gaz. Um he's clearly like a not necessarily the best dad but he's trying he's like fuck me is he try he's really trying to like to have a relationship with his son and yeah he's not necessarily great at it but he is doing everything he can to make sure he is still a part of his son's life and that in itself is admirable admirable and he's got like a a lot going against him but again he is trying yeah i think it's that's like I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the driving force as well, because he's like, it's an idea that they kind of toss around and laugh at. And then, like, when his uh, his ex-partner and her uh, new husband, um, Nathan's stepfather... Like they're yeah. they're kind of because because Gaz isn't is on the dole and isn't able to pay for uh, his like child support payments. They're seeking like sole custody and they're going to stop allowing him to be. Also, like that's mean. I want 
I was like, I'm not, I'm not happy with this. It, like, yeah. he's obviously doing the best he can. And yeah, I, there are some questions to be raised. Maybe stop taking him to abandoned warehouses that are probably dangerous. That's ah, fine. Yeah, but he, he's going there with his mates, isn't he? Like, he's like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I, 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 yeah, I just like that that was the driving force because as, as soon as he's he's tossing the idea around, but it's laughable. And the second that his son being taken away from him is a very real possibility, uh, yeah, that's what pushes him over the edge to do it. And also, um, just a nice kind of form of brotherhood that that's what brings Mark Addy on as well, like. Yeah, it's, he's like, "Come on, man! They're gonna take my my son from me." And he's like, "All right, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting my willy out or something, whatever he says." <laughs> Spoiler alert: He does. He does get his. Oh, I think one of the greatest line deliveries of all time has to be your willy, my willy. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sheer fear of getting their willies out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's earnest fun. It's a bit of it's all it's all a laugh. I think. And the scenes where it's not, like, they're... Yeah, I don't know, there's just, like... I've I've got, like, notes where, like... There's, like, sequences for, like, ten minutes at a time, which is a lot in a 90-minute movie. Yeah. Where, like, it just feels sad. And, like, you really get a sense of, like, I wouldn't want to be in their position, but all whilst you know it's building towards, like, a nice moment of empowerment where they can take, kind of, control of their own life, make some money while doing it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like a metaphorical, like I don't know. Like here's my ass. Look at my fucking balls. I don't know, but like, no, like to the, they've spent they've spent like I don't know however many years, like just kind of having society spit them like like you know kind of chew them up and spit them out. Yeah. And at the end, they get to make a load of money by just being like I don't know. Here's my balls. It's funny. Just being very literally naked and vulnerable in themselves. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. It is, yeah. It is nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one moment I enjoyed, just a very funny, <laughs> nothing scene, but um, just very funny in itself. There's a, a moment when they're all in line at the job center to like sign on or whatever, and then uh, that song "Hot Stuff" is playing. <laughs> uh, looking for some hot stuff, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they all just subconsciously start doing the dance moves they've been practicing. Yeah. It starts it's just with like a little funny. foot tap, and then it builds into just like a little, a thrust. just a little move of the shoulder. First of all, <laughs> and just seeing them all doing it in unison. <laughs> but it's like it's also it's not even like directed in a way that's just like haha, this is comedy. Like it's. It's supposed to be like obviously uplifting. Like it'd be weird normally mm. in a comedy today where like the protagonist notice it, notices that and laughs along. But like yeah. you get to see Gaz see that and been like, "This is fun. I'm having fun with the boys." Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it is fun. It is. It really is. Fun. What do we make of the yeah. the foreman and his relationship then? Like in, I'm not. I know what it's saying about his expectations to be like a a provider and uh, the husband to his wife that's always spending from the catalogue and all of this. I I like him. I think he's, uh, again, just a character who's, like, he's, he's let his pride and his, his idea of what a man should be get in his way to to a point where he's, he's found himself in this position mm. where, because of his own pride, his, his house gets repossessed, he probably loses his wife and all this sort of shit. Um... He's not a bad bloke by any standards. He's just someone who is, again, a little bit different from the rest of them because he was their foreman. He was in like a position of authority. And then suddenly he's now found himself 
at the bottom with everyone else mm. and again the jobs he's been offered are, are for scraps like everyone else which he doesn't want to do and then he has a chance he has an opportunity to get you know a job with it seems like you know uh, with status and reputation and a, and a good bit of money behind it and that sort of stuff and and they fuck it up for him and there's yeah like you say that really honest and heartbreaking scene where he's like that job was mine and you took it away from me and that sort of stuff yeah and it's like yeah it's when he's like playing it through like you, you kind of see like the inner turmoil of that what that character's been going through like he'd thought out like he was he it was idyllic like he was picturing having the job already he walked in like this is a sure get he was like yeah. i was gonna get an advance on my first month she'd never have yeah. known like he'd made those plans and for it to disappear in a fucking instant all because of like basically blokes that he was like an authority figure of having a bit of jovial fuck around yeah and like messing up his day yeah i don't know just um but like i it's it's fucking complex because like he's not he he knows that they're not to blame either like yeah they they, they fuck mm. that situation up for him but they're also just like trying to get by they're in the exact same boat um yeah yeah and i yeah i think it's really interesting that the whole like he just he looks forward he's he's like acting as if he's already got that money and like yeah that's the moment where he's like nothing's owed like i've yeah i, I kind of have to make my own thing which is when he joins them um uh, yeah i <laughs> i'm just remembering the the auditions are quite funny <laughs> the, the, the uh was it what, what do they call that guy the horse or something horse yeah yeah um denzel from only fools yeah just i like that he's like fuck they'd say like he can't even be dancing in like a zimmer frame like who's gonna want to watch a 50 year old man like get naked um yeah funny little scene i, li- I like his character he can't have been far off 50 himself yeah i, I thought that i was like you're not you're no spring chicken, mate. <laughs> exactly. He's, you're getting up there, mate. You look older than 50, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. What have I got here? Um, oh, um, another great line in this. The um, the And again, it's about how the foreman is like, he perceives himself, at least in his old position, like a cut above the other lads. And mm. like he says, I've got standing and 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 Gaz says like yeah you've also got an overdraft mate like, yeah that's funny <laughs> which, yeah it's, it's a good one um, <laughs> I don't know like what 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 other shit is there in this that you you quite enjoy I, I really like the ending of it I think it's a really it ends just with the show basically with them finally doing the um the titular the, full the Monty show the titular full Monty yeah. Um, it's just a nice moment of it, it, it's weird because it's not like all their problems are solved or anything they've still like after this they'll still very much have like real problems half of them don't have jobs M- most of them don't have one of them has a job I think and the rest still mm. don't they're not millionaires as a result of this or anything they might have a few extra hundred quid um, Gaz can see his son now so that's something but that's yeah. that's pretty much it it's the only win but it's more like a win it's it's like everything else is so shit it it was so shit that one guy was gonna fucking kill himself mm. okay and he lost his mum um it's it's everything in their lives is is not in a great position 
and now they have this one win this one moment where they can be themselves where they can be honest and where they can have a room full of people cheering and screaming for them as they get their balls out that's great <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's great and it's just it's a great end it just ends on a great freeze frame of them just throwing their hats away mm. and just here's my penis yeah it's real 90s freeze frame cheese end in it it's it's good it's a good freeze frame ending it is I um yeah I think there's something really nice about you're right you know if you think about it further than the film allows us to see it's like yeah it, they they've probably got enough to buy them a couple of extra months with this lifestyle but not much beyond that but it the movie is way more about the kind of the metaphorical win of like yeah this is this is we're not apologizing we're in this position we've made the best of it mm. and yeah can't have it can't have hurt Mark Addy's sex life. Like overall, I think it's a really nice story of just like it's framed as a little silly comedy, but there's a like a deep frustrated sadness under the whole film, and it gets resolved in like not necessarily like a, a way that will fix everything, but in a way that feels like a satisfying mindset shift. Of like we did this, we made this happen. We're capable of doing stuff still. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. It was a really, really good movie. I liked it too. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great movie. It did very well. It's um, it was nominated for best picture. It was nominated for best director. Um, it's a really well regarded movie and for good reason, really, because I think it is again just a a great depiction of. Um, of what it means to be a man in in that era, I think, and not yeah. like in a you know like a incel Andrew Tate way or anything like that, like uh. what it actually means to you know be a man and that sort of stuff. And yeah, yeah, I think it's it's like challenging it's, expectations uh, and yeah, and everything 100%. else rather than yeah, being like you must be an alpha. <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's it's really really good, really interesting, uh, good stuff. There is like a a sequel series on disney plus i've watched like the first episode of it uh, i need to watch the rest um it's, it's interesting it's and very much again speaking to what we've been saying like their problems are very much not solved as a result of oh this. really like, okay yeah they still very much have struggles and problems and everything like that like 30 years later or whatever it is but but yeah it's it's interesting what is the like like out of interest from the first episode because maybe it will convince other people to watch it as well like what What's the angle of the series? Like, is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's not necessarily set up. Okay. In the first episode. Um, it's more like a slice of life. Oh. Kind of. It's more like an introduction to like the old characters and the new characters. Yeah. And stuff. Um, because Robert Robert Carlyle has a daughter in the series. Okay. He's got a a daughter by another uh, from a, a woman he was with at some point after this. Um, and she's like quite troublesome and stuff. She's always getting into trouble at school and stuff. Yeah. And, and again, he's it's he's trying to be like a good father to her, but she doesn't necessarily want much to do with him and that type of stuff. And it's it's interesting. Um, but yeah, but I, I don't know how it like wraps up and stuff. So <laughs> the ending freeze frame of the like the ten part Disney Plus series is just gonna be like. The same thing, but they're all much older with much saggier bums. <laughs> they are all very old, though. It is, <laughs> That's the, yeah. it, 
if you you watch this and then you go straight to that, it's it's quite like upsetting how, <laughs> how much older some of them are. I've got like a um, mental picture of Mark Addy, like, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, are the other the other guys all in it as well, or is it mostly? Um, I think they're all in it. Yeah, wow. they're all in it, and they're all very old. Um, so the Nathan's in it. ninety now. <laughs> no, the the horse guy's like really old. Like yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, um, Nathan's in it. He's a he's a police officer. Now he's got a son. Um, oh my gosh, what what do a uh, bunch of hardened northern men think about <laughs> that career choice? <laughs> so, That's good. Certainly interesting. There is, although I, I I don't know if it's like this all the way throughout, and I hope not. But there was a there was some stuff in the first episode that's like. Oh, you can't say nothing these days. It's all a bit oh no, well oh, woke culture and it, and I and I don't think it's like that all the way through. I hope not. But there was some of that in the first episode. Well, like because in- like the cafe because like one of them, um, the the security guard he he owns uh, runs a cafe with his. Although I don't think the the like model looking guy is in it because now he's got like another partner and like a bloke uh, who he's in a relationship with and they like run a cafe together and it's like the cafe is called like something baps like you know, baps is in like breasts mark addy's like, baps sure um it, it's just i can't remember what it is but it's called something baps and then like a school kid comes past and is like that's very offensive like you can't call a cafe that and it's it's oh, just a bit dear, yeah Mm, I hope that's in like the same vein of like we spoke about where they in like the first 20 minutes of this movie they use yeah they use intentious intentionally kind of outdated problematic language and then the film readjusts their position on it I hope so they do they also but let me say they also are like again it's still very true to its roots very uh, working class and northern because there is like a lot of pops at the conservative government as well so okay good yeah yeah so again i I hope that sort of stuff isn't all the way through it but i I don't know i've only seen the first episode at this point fingers crossed i suppose um yeah if you haven't already thought of a recommendation (laughs) i'll give you a chance to say another sentence and segue it (laughs) segue that well, why don't you do yours first, Lawrence? Because I just spoke about that TV show. <laughs> okay. So, so you can talk about something for a while. Okay. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, uh, that's um, the Full Monty. Good film. Watch it. The Full Monty. Good film. It's only ninety minutes. Um, give it a watch. It's a real it's breeze. By stuff. I watched it at like six a.m. this morning. Yeah. It's a real breeze. Anyway, so what we're doing now is a little little recommendations, fun little thing. I feel like we've explained this segment the last couple of weeks because we've had a guest on. But like, do we explain this or do we just go into it? Do you want, brother? Do what feels good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically we're recommending shit at the end of episodes now. I'm sure you've cottoned on. If you haven't, then it's a real simple concept. Um, I am going to... It's a bit, of a bit of a weird one for me this week. And I, I have already teed nathan up slightly on it a couple of weeks ago uh, you haven't no no no, not or if you have i've forgotten well you haven't heard what it is yet you may uh, you may well, go oh yeah i remember you saying that a while ago all right all right fair point so i watched uh, a movie a couple of weeks ago uh that came out in 2016 uh it's a french film uh and it is called full speed 
Now, here's the twist on my experience of Full Speed, and I'm not necessarily recommending you watch it this way. I watched Full Speed, a French film spoken in French um, in an old Italian lady's house. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. See, I knew the moment would come. Yeah. <laughs> it's too okay. specific of a story. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, French, a 2016 French-speaking film in an Italian woman's house where the not just a random italian yeah i didn't break in house. and i need yeah. to see this movie please uh, now Your partner's nonna yeah i was visiting uh, and this was just on in the background um your nonna in law indeed as they say in italy i don't know if i can does it feel weird if i say my nonna <laughs> seems odd uh yeah you i don't think you should say that no i won't say it then in that case she's not listening to this <laughs> like <laughs> I'd be very surprised if she was. Or she'd have like an Italian dub of us on, because that's how she has her TV set. <laughs> I don't think there is an Italian dub of this podcast. <laughs> I haven't arranged that. So. There might be some AI Unless software somewhere, <laughs> like some website that also does it for people. Yeah, and I'm sure Nonna knows exactly how to access that AI software <laughs> so she can listen to this podcast, which she doesn't know exists. It's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, basically I watched it in in its it's the TV is set to like it's an Italian dub of a French speaking film um and very interesting movie and I I I tuned in maybe like 20 minutes in and watched for the duration uh the the premise I looked up is a family tr- uh, a family together with their grandpa go on vacation when their new car won't stop and it nearly escapes crashing into a 100 cars um <laughs> And that, that's not like, if it seems like that's like hyperbole, it is exactly the threat of a hundred cars. It's an insanely okay. specific movie, which I understood very little of until I looked it up when I, um, when I came home, because I was just entrenched and intrigued. Um, but yeah, it seemed like a fun family road trip comedy, but then every now and again, just some, you know, when something's on in the TV in the background, you just casually put your eye on it and you're like, what's that every now and then? Sometimes mm-hmm. I'd be looking at it and it's just a family in a car talking. I'm like, whatever. I don't need to pay attention to this. And then other times I'd look back and it would be like some grand car spinning off a cliff, fucking half its roof sprawled off. The grandpa is like hanging on for dear life on the boot in traffic. It was very, very prone to a bit of melodrama, very fun. And the lead actor is a man called Jose Garcia um, and... Basically, I can only describe him as the French answer to Robert Downey Jr. This is like basically an impression of Iron Man in this movie. And it's insanely weird and I want more people to see it. So yeah, Full Speed, uh, a French film from 2016. You might see it. That's obviously its translated title. I'm not sure what it would be in French, but everywhere seems to advertise it as Full Speed. So yeah, check that out. So Lawrence is recommending a French movie he kind of watched uh, that one time. Yeah, his uh, nonna-in-laws. But but with the Italian dub, that's key. Oh, with the uh, French movie with the Italian dub, to be specific. (laughs) Um, So great, good stuff. Um, What about you? What have you got for us? That is a good question, Lawrence. You've had ages. That is a question that I am ready to answer. Um, I have watched 
The Crown. Okay, yeah. Well, some of it. I've watched the first <laughs> season of The Crown. Did you rewatch um, it? Because I know you started it. No. <laughs> I watched like the first uh, six or seven episodes, like towards the end of last year. <laughs> and then I watched like the, the, uh, the four, the uh, four or five or however many it is uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and finished the season. And I watched the first episode of season two. Um, but the first season of The Crown is good. I hate the royal family. I don't agree with them as an institution. I don't believe they should exist. I think the whole monarchy should be abolished and uh, we should be a uh, Republican state. Um, that's just me. Um, it's still a good drama show, even if like I don't agree with... Uh, to be honest, I, 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 it kind of makes that more interesting coming in from that perspective because, if anything, it just makes me angry that all these fucking institutions and rules exist and stuff and you see like the the um like the rules of the crown and the and all the like fucking bullshit that goes into it and stuff it's 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 a good show um and there's some great performances in it um it's was it it's claire foy and matt smith claire foy as queen elizabeth matt smith as philip um uh surprisingly um what's his name oh fuck um yeah who else is in season one what's his name mark Abbey. um no not mark Abbey. playing Cunt. king robert baratheon <laughs> no uh john lithgow as winston churchill oh um, yes yeah American, which you know you wouldn't think of Lithgow for Churchill at all, but he does a great job. He does a great job at it, and they they don't shy away from that, which is which is quite interesting. I, I always thought like it would be a a royal propaganda show, basically, and I think it definitely brushes over some stuff, and it's like, and it's probably more sympathetic than it deserves to be, mm. but it's it's still it's not entirely. Oh look how great these people are, and and everything like that. Yeah, I, there's um, there's elements of it. I'm I didn't finish the most recent season, and I won't. It's history, so like it does the Diana era, mm. and like the my god, like there's some stuff it focuses on. I'm like, yeah, good. Led me to believe it was going in a good direction, and then like some some things it just like is like let's just sweep that under the rug a little bit i'm like no i know i know what happened at that point in history oh, and yeah. it's not it's not yeah I, I think you've skirted around some bits yeah i think it's both it is the i think the next season is going to be the last season yeah i think i so. think and i and i've heard that, um that claire foy and olivia coleman uh, are coming back for this season and then because they both play the because it's over different eras and periods yeah. of their life it's like a um, it's like a two season run with a cast yeah yeah, yeah exactly um and then they're like replaced by older versions of them um and then i saw someone tweet out oh shit the crown no way home <laughs> <laughs> claire foy olivia coleman and uh, whoever the is it Umbridge? Who's yeah, the other um, Emilda Stolton, I think I know. Stolton, Stanton. Um, I don't know Umbridge. Um, yeah, Dolores yeah. Umbridge. Um, no, um, <laughs> I see. That's great. 
<laughs> no way home of the queen. I think they shouldn't. I think they shouldn't end it. I think they should just keep going until they surpass what we're currently doing, and then just make up British <laughs> monarchy history. Or they, should game of, they should Game of Thrones it. Yeah, and yeah. just carry on. <laughs> yeah, we've run out of source material. That being the lives of these old people. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, go watch that show. Weird. Um, recommendation for the Northern <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Northern Pride yeah. episode. Northern Pride sounds weird. That does sound weird, actually. Yeah. But in a way, Northern Pride, because there's some gay people in this, and they, they get their willies out, and they bear all. Uh, if you enjoy the show, <laughs> you... <laughs> And rate and reviewers uh, on your podcast app of choice. And <laughs> just go to the <laughs> review section, give us five stars, leave a lovely little comment, tell us what you thought. Um, and um, I, I said this recently, I've still got legs. I've noticed a, a few more reviews popping up there. Um, so th- thank you very much. It's very kind. It's very nice to read those. Um, so please feel free to, to leave a review. We'd very much appreciate it. Indeed. And by the way, if you've enjoyed this, uh, you can get excited because this is not the end and new episodes do indeed go up every single Friday at 10am uh, like this one for example next week uh, this is going to be happening it's going to be this no sleep till mm. Brooklyn blaster sound effects dick jokes dick jokes Duh. Brooklyn Raccoon, <laughs> Brooklyn Raccoon, <laughs> with a with a slightly pitch shifted voice. Brooklyn Brooklyn Raccoon, who is sad this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this time he's not happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Great. That's that's going to be a fun time. Uh, I bet you all can't. Should we wait. just leave that in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just leave that in <laughs> yeah. as the teaser. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Brooklyn Raccoon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun time for all. Uh, you can give us a little follow, by and the way. And then the week after that <laughs> is no, a we're not big doing video this. game special. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Which Lawrence hasn't finished yet. I'll and get there. I'll get, get there. I'll get there. It's going to be like a Rebels thing. I'm going to be on it until like 5 a.m. the day before we record. All right, but do you remember how stressful that was for you, though? Yeah, but then I put you through the ringer, didn't I? You were like, let's round this off. And I was like, no, Nathan, let's talk in depth about every single arc. Of Rebels. Yes, I'd rather you not do that again. Nah, you loved it. When I give you a chance to talk about Star Wars, you run with it. Don't pretend you don't. It's true. I gotta play again. Well, I will. But I can do that in, like, literally two days. (laughs) An animal. Um, (laughs) And if you two are an animal, you can come follow us. uh, (laughs) You don't have to be an animal. You can be a regular person if you like. Uh, Follow us at Another Happy Pod. We are on threads. Uh, We are on Twitter slash X slash Has Your App Updated Yet? It's unclear. It has. has yours? Yeah, mine, mine's updated. Yeah, uh, it's now it's called X. It's got the new app icon, and then you and then you open it up, and it says subscribe to Twitter Blue. Good job, Elon. Yeah. Well done. I saw a thing that was like his thing, and it was like he changed his name to X. His username was like X. The logo X. was X. Basically, just a yeah. million X's, and like someone had yeah. screenshot it and said, "Like nice website, you fucking moron." <laughs> What an absolute fucker. He is he has to be intentionally ruining the website, yeah, right? Because he's, like, he's trying to get a tax break or something, yeah. What the fuck you have ruined it. Like in terms of SEO, nothing is showing up now. Yeah. Like you type in fucking I don't know, uh Robert Downey Jr. X. 
what the fuck? Not his fucking Twitter page, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, what is going to come up? It's it's like, it's such a bizarre choice to take like 10 years worth of brand recognition and some. And then like, words mm. like, read. I say like retweet, quote tweet as just words. Like when I'm talking about people reposting anything on any platform. Oh. And what are they? What's it going to be now? I think it's re. re no, it's no. It's repost. I think it's repost. Uh, Not saying that. Yeah, no, no one will say it, and that's the thing. If if he thinks that people are actually going to start calling it X and not just still call it Twitter, no. Did you did you like, hear that it got like wrong. it's it's it, I I I grew up in a town called Castleford in West Yorkshire. Yeah. Okay. This is where I went to high school, and we had a like. A little like outlet village, like you know, like a little shopping outlet, yeah. sort of thing, like on the uh, on the services near the motorway. Um, it was called Freeport, okay, and it had been called Freeport for fucking years, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then one day there was like a big company that came in, gave it a rebrand, and they changed the name of it to Junction Thirty Two. This was probably about twenty years ago. To this day, the people <laughs> of Castleford still call it Freeport. Yeah. Okay. You get in a taxi and say, "Oh, Freeport, please, mate." He knows exactly where to take you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like people are not gonna fucking start calling it uh, fucking X it's, or whatever. It gets funnier because, like, the uh, when you find out, uh, apparently, like he he was like outed of the the paypal like um leadership board because yeah. he was outvoted and then like a call on his leadership was brought up uh, and he was outvoted and kicked out uh because he tried to change paypal's paypal to x as well <laughs> it's like yeah. what is because what's so cool about <laughs> x to you man <laughs> it's it's literally fucking like 12 year old boy who's like i've got an epic brand like, idea yeah oh, x is cool and it's like okay it's Charles two really Xavier. cool lines look at this okay have you seen the sign they've like hung up on like the twitter building yeah. well? it looks fucking terrible it looks like a it botched tv antenna it looks so fucking bad but yeah anyway speaking of all that anyway. still go use that platform and follow us there <laughs> Yeah, I b we're on X. X us on X, please. Uh, <laughs> X seat is it an X? What is it? A seat? X low. Uh, follow is X low. No, I'm, or well, follow. I'll we'll say follow. No, no follow. It's all X now, Nathan. <laughs> okay. X is everything. Xscribe to our X page uh, and X our tweets and re X them. And quote X them too while you're at. Fuck! What a fucking stupid man. <laughs> None yeah. of that rolls off anyone's tongue. What an absolute fucking brainless cunt. Yeah. Anyway, um, got listeners still got legs as well. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're gonna go to bed now. <laughs> yeah. You know the drill. It's no, we got we got admin to do. Yeah, but, but... then we'll be following that <laughs> shortly after we're bed. And then I've got to edit a podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no sleep uh, till Nathan's edited the podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>